part ahead of time until, minutes. until you exchange with the other head coach of the team? What is it? Vogel never gives out the starting lineup, and he's like, well, I'll tell you 30 minutes before because that's when they oh, have, that when to, you have do to do it. it. That's kind of the that's the game plan Caps taken. Where's where's Slee batting in the order? Eighth. Ooh. A little <laughs> yes. down the lineup. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> little deeply. Who's who's batting ninth? Cap. Cap's back. Okay. Well, then, then then it's a little bit better. If Cap put himself in the uh nine hole, then well, I here, think here's probably the thing. Okay. I don't have a problem with eight, and I'll tell you why. I have no idea how I'm gonna swing that bat tomorrow. Thought you were going to the cage. Well, I'm gonna go to the cage today. <laughs> You've been saying that since yep. Monday. Yep. Today is the day. Well, because Monday I had a couple things going on after. And then Tuesday, who goes to a cage on a Tuesday? I don't even think they're open on Tuesday. I think you're right. Wednesday, I had to watch Better Call Saul. Mm -hmm. Right? So then now we're here Thursday. So today is the day that I'm going to go. Something that's going to come up later this afternoon? We'll see. I mean, it's it's early. It's 11. (laughs) I'm really worried about my knees. I'm going to be the catcher for this team. So I'm going to be having a fun time with bending over. Okay. So I I think that people are really not understanding how softball works. Am I going to be standing up? Yeah. I don't know how softball works. Yeah. Well, I don't you, know how you softball works. Well, no, you got to frame you're, you're, a lot of these pitches. You're off to though. the side. It's not like, I mean, we're playing slow pitch softball, right? Where you yeah. kind of underhand they gotta, lob it gotta up catch there. it. You don't. No, you don't. I mean, you stand behind there because it's not like there's foul tips that could potentially hit you. It's softball, right? If it gets, it's you're fine. You'll be fine. You don't have to squat and catch. You don't have to do a Will Smith impression. You just have to when it goes back there, you catch it on a bounce or whatever, and you throw it back. You'll right. be fine. Yes, I'm, I'm better about that. Do me fine. a favor. Read off your tweet. Which tweet? Oh, that tweet. I tweeted at Marcus Morris. I I, I sent the tweet. Hold on, I got to find it here. I. Uh, as you well know, Slee, I'm not particularly adept at Got this. Got it. So, I had a dream where I co-hosted my radio show with at Mook Morris 2 after at Alan Slee would ditch me. Number where I can reach you in the event this comes true. <laughs> I think that's good. I think Pulled that's the good. first move. So that's out there. So now it's just a matter of seeing whether. Let's, hold on. We got some likes and we got some. Uh, let's see. Uh, retweet, a quote tweet. This ESPN could be. LA. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I don't want him to respond, right? That would be weird because what if he says, yeah, I'll be right over. No, what would be Not weird is you having a dream with Marcus Morris in it and then having a dream or ne- then taking that dream into reality on radio and sending him a tweet on it. <laughs> him responding would just now it's become normal. <laughs> you know, you're right. Now it's like, well, no, this is just part of it. You're, on a, little, you're on a little heater, Slee. You've been right a lot lately. You're right about that, too. Yeah. You've been right about that. <laughs> ESPN Radio is brought. Was that from NBA Jams? Yeah, got it. Yeah. Oh my! That I'm not a video game guy at all, really. But I that, loved yeah, that, that game. one. The net just started. It would burst into flames, yep. Al. It was mm-hmm. awesome. Like this, because that was one of the last. Was that a? Uh, was that like a Nintendo original Nintendo game? Is that what that was? They had it for a bunch of systems. It's actually still a game today. I, I remembered that you didn't have to do anything other than just kind of steer the guy and hit the orange yep. button to shoot it. That was it. That little shrimp was my guy. All, okay, so the Utah Jazz. Random. By the way, it's literally the most random you could think of. But but every it was Reggie Miller and Detlef, right? That, those were the two guys on the Pacers, I want to say. Um, I was thinking of him with the Sonics, but with the Sonics, you had Gary Payton and yeah, Sean Kemp. Kemp yeah, only yep. two players. By the, the way, that's that's a combo right there. The, Payton and Kemp back in those days. You know who I went with every time in that game? Every single time. Go ahead and hit us up with this if you had your your, your go-to. Every time. Utah Tom Jazz. Chambers and Stockton, Stockton and Malone. Malone. Stockton yeah. and Malone, man. Malone yeah. was unstoppable. And Post Stockton, Stockton got hot. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, but Stockton, you'd start letting that half-court no. heat check shot go. 
Couldn't miss. Absolutely couldn't miss. All right. It was today in 2004 when the Lakers uh, made the trade to send Shaq. I used Sedell 3 and Anthony Peeler. Those were the two that <laughs> I used. You had to custom, custom Shaq to the Miami Heat. It, it's 18 years ago? Uh, this day, 2004, yeah. Damn. So 18 years ago. Okay. Um, it really was the last time where everybody that was a Laker fan mm-hmm. was not 100% behind Kobe Bryant. It was the last time. Because you remember, I certainly remember, there were two camps. You were either – because it became obvious that it was untenable, right, that one of these two guys was going to leave. And you were either a Shaq guy or you were a Kobe guy. And you have to remember that back in the day, in 04, game was still played inside out. A big man was still the thing that ever – Shaq was still Shaq. Kobe was still ascending, great player, but hadn't reached full Kobe status at that point. It's kind of the last moment where people were still saying – I think I'd rather have something other than Kobe Bryant. I, I always look at it this way. By, by the way, I don't think that was the end of it. I think that there was still a couple years after that, there was, I, I'll just best as I can explain how I felt in that moment. Grew up a Laker fan. I'm watching Kobe and Shaq was the first time in an era that I'm watching Lakers basketball that they're actually winning, that there's championships actually being won. And these two, you knew, didn't get along. But they found a way to work it through. At the end of the day, you're winning. And if you're winning, there was just enough there to keep those two together. After the Lakers win three championships in a row, the following year they lose. I think they lost to the Spurs. And then the following year they go get Gary Payne, Carl Malone. They lose to the Pistons in uh, whatever that was, five games or something like that. Now it's pick a guy. Which guy is it going to be? Is it going to be Shaq? Or is it going to be Kobe? It felt pretty evenly split at the time. I, I don't know what you felt. I was a Shaq guy. I was a Shaq guy. Yeah. And I, I remember even telling a buddy of mine, I'm like, how could you not be a Shaq guy? It, Shaq is still the most dominating player in the NBA. And this just kind of shows you because I, I think if you at that time, I think there were more people on the Shaq side. This, to me, tells you the vision. Dr. Jerry Buss was like, cool. That's going to deteriorate a lot faster than what I got here with Kobe Bryant. And I'll figure out a way to rebuild with Kobe as, you know, you kind of go through the course of everything else. But I'm with you that there was this kind of moment where you had to pick a side. Within the first year of it ending, bro, Shaq had just won a championship with the Miami Heat. You felt like the Lakers made the wrong choice. The the Kobe team that was there with the Lakers, it felt like Kobe's the selfish player. Everything's about him. He's more worried about his individual stats. And then finally, you know, it took, it took a second to get there, but there came this moment of, okay, now we got a squad. Mm-hmm. And that's when he got, obviously, Pau Gasol to come play with him. And then things changed from there. But I, I'm with you, bro. That, that was a moment in Lakers history where everyone kind of stood there and was, you going left pick, or you going right? You got to pick a lane. Pick, and they were totally different. And Kobe, and, and again, you got to go back to 04 here and not Kobe, you know, after he'd won more championships with Powell. But this was in the moment. Everything that you just said, and this was a, he, he's selfish. He's not, he's not a team, this, that, and the other thing. And Shaq was universally adored. Yeah. People would get a little frustrated with him because he'd come in heavy and there would be moments where he wasn't full The difference Shaq. between those two players. Right. And, and and both great, both Hall of Famers, both some of the greatest players of all time. Shaq, again, at that time was the most lovable guy in the league. Obviously. And the most dominating it, big dominating man player. in the league. And, Shaq, and Kobe was not. Kobe mm-hmm. was not beloved the way that he ultimately became. And to your point, it just became 
the patience and the vision that was ultimately rewarded with more championships, with Kobe becoming not just a great player, but for a generation of Laker fans, the greatest Laker of all time. I've always said it kind of breaks down in the how old you are. If you're older than me, it might be Jerry West. If you're roughly my age, it's Magic Johnson. And if you're roughly your age, it's Kobe Bryant. It, it kind of breaks down into those things. But at the time, it wasn't that. It, it was not that. Shaq was the guy everybody loved. His teammates loved him. Mm-hmm. Everybody in the city loved him. And Kobe was the guy that was a great player. But, man, are we sure about Kobe? Which seems insane to talk about now. But that's what it was in the moment. And I, I don't think it was insane. I, I think at that time, you know, I, I've said this before. Kobe's got two different careers in the NBA. Number eight and number 24. And my favorite Kobe version, there's a um, Hotel Fig on the opposite side, so not on the front entrance, on the back side of it, Trav, when I'm driving in, there's a mural of Kobe. And it's Kobe with the fro. Mm-hmm. And that's early Kobe. And I would say that's my favorite Kobe Bryant. Like, my favorite Kobe moments. I know you could look back and say Kobe and Pow and see what he was doing, and they beat the Boston Celtics, and he gets his fifth NBA championship. He's now up one on Shaq. But my favorite Kobe moments were with Shaq. And I, the only reason why I give this as an example is Kobe had so many of those moments where Shaq just fouled out of the game. Lakers are screwed. No, 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 no. Kobe's telling everybody, hey, just calm that down, Indiana relax. That game was right. the quintessential version of that. That's a perfect example. But what would Kobe be without Shaquille O'Neal? Nobody knew. Yeah. Wait, what are you talking about? Yeah. Kobe's going to go yeah. win championships without Shaquille O'Neal? Please, come on now. That's not going to happen. Some people obviously were in favor of that, whatever the case is. But you said something I think that's interesting because – you and I were chatting before the show, and you said something about patience. Mm-hmm. And you said that Dr. Jerry Buss and the Lakers back then had enough patience between 2005, four, whatever you want to call it, to 2000 and what was it, eight, that they made the trade. I think they made the trade, seven or eight. I can't remember when they made it, but they ended up going to the finals the first year Pal comes. But there was this patience that we're going to figure this out and they're going to build it. And, and it's interesting to kind of watch the NBA today because there's some franchises that are very patient. I'm talking about good franchises that maybe won a championship, maybe haven't won a championship, and they're just still kind of building within. And other franchises, I put the Lakers in this category, this version of Lakers, I'm going to trade everything right away. The moment I get to, I'm going to give it all up because I'm trying to win right now. Such two completely different paths. Well, you, you think about it, and it's not the patience of the players necessarily that we're talking about. Ownership, right? Kobe, remember, Kobe wanted out. There, there came that point where he he wanted. It wasn't it was it the Bulls that they came very close. Bulls to doing and something Clippers. With? Bulls and Clippers, and it was the Lakers that basically said, no, "We're not going to do this. We're gonna, we're going to figure it out. We will make a deal to make this team better, but we're going to have to figure it out because you are not going anywhere." Right? It was not that. That's not how it works anymore. But. The Warriors were patient at the beginning of their run. Mm-hmm. Let Steph and Clay and Draymond kind of come together and become what they're going to become. And then after Kevin Durant left, they had to wait. They had to be patient. Guys got hurt. You made a couple of deals that nobody was like, oh, my gosh. They went out and found another mega, mega star. They said, well, hold on. Let's get our guys back. Let's tinker around the edges. Let's be patient. Milwaukee, patient. You look at a team like the Boston Celtics, pretty darn patient with mm-hmm. Jason Tatum and Brown and Marcus Smart. You look at those teams. 
they're having a lot of success over and over and over again, and it feels like they're still built for success moving forward. You look at the Lakers right now, not patient. Okay, uh, get Russell Westbrook. Here goes everything. Get Anthony Davis. That one paid off, mm-hmm. but you've emptied the cupboard at this point. Look at what Philly has done. They've been impatient. They're moving big players. You look at what the Brooklyn Nets are in the middle of right now. It's all of these mo- these examples of being impatient, and if it doesn't, if the organization allows that impatience to kind of manifest itself and trade Kevin Durant, where are you? I think there are certain – we could do this coming out. I know we got to go to a break. I think there's certain franchises that don't have to play the game the same way as others, and I think the Lakers fall into that category. I can tell you what, basically what I'm referring to when we come back. All right, we'll do that next. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. It's Travis Slee, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any 8-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature 8-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Can't wait to see everybody out there tomorrow night in West Covina for our event. And you heard Chris mention it right there. We got a little wiffle ball home yeah. run derby coming before. Do you know who's going to pitch in that home run derby? You pitching? Me. Very nice. Me. So I'm going to have to get uh, wiffle ball loose. Yep. I was an absolutely lights out wiffle Beast. ball pitcher as a kid. Yeah, but I'm not doing. I'm not going to carve anybody up. I'm not going to sort anybody yep. because I want to see some jacks. I'm just going to be fastballs, four seamers right down the middle. No, even though wiffle do balls that, don't bro. have any seams. Don't do that. First off, well, you want me to strike guys out that are trying right to get home runs? Damn right I do. Uh, Eleven pitches in, you might take a break. They might have to ice your shoulder. I'm just assuming that that could be the case. Maybe nope. I'm wrong. Nope. And then once that's done, um, bro, throw some high heat inside, chin chin high, just come at them. You know, you know what I've discovered. Come freaking Adam! I've discovered intimidate those at the plate with your wiffle ball commentary yeah. and with Emily's concerns about having to uh, squat to catch. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys have ever played wiffle ball or softball before. I'm sorry, I haven't <laughs> played like adult slow pitch softball. Can hit people in the chin and wiffle ball. Yeah, but it's a wiffle ball. I mean, it's it's you have no control over it. You throw a curveball and it doesn't break. I know you can, but it's not like a baseball where I could send someone to the hospital. Well, it's a wiffle ball. Football, it's you know, wear a helmet when you go up to bat. You have a vest How on. Does your tower? <laughs> I I should have gotten Ashley. That was a huge mistake by me. Huge mistake. Tommy, can we can we get this done by tomorrow? Can I change mine to Ask Slee? He that just would be the best down way the to hallway, do it. 100%. He wasn't that listening. would be the best place to do it. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Save when you bundle your auto, home, or motorcycle insurance. Visit Progressive.com. Let's try a quick one here. Let's go to Santa Barbara and Tom. Tom, you're on with Trav and Slee. What's going on? Hey, Slee. You know it's always about you with me here. So here's the thing. In Travis's mind yep. now, mm-hmm. you've been in his house. You've been there, so you're 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 in. So now, mm. when you know Travis is home and it's kind of casual, 
you can show up. I don't know if you have a pool, Trav, but no. say he shows up with some Doma. Mm-hmm. And nice. you say, hey, I put some Doma on the counter. I'm going to go start the grill up, take a dip. Um, <laughs> can I grab a beer? Cool. All right. So you're there now. You don't need pretense. Tom, I appreciate that, bro. That's so that's – so, and I, I didn't want to say it. The fact that you said it means a lot to me. And it's not even just that. I could see Bobby and I hanging out. You he's know, Bobby's here. in town. Uh, swing by. Not really to see you. I'm there to see – like, you get home, Right. Show ends. Mm-hmm. You run an errand or two. Mm-hmm. I'm already heading down. <laughs> You're gonna beat me home. <laughs> I'm already heading down. Sure. Bobby and I are just hanging out. You'd be down. We're playing some pool. Maybe we're doing a podcast together. <laughs> Something along those lines. And then you get home, and I, it's not even like uh, what's up, Trav. And I just go back to what we're doing. Tom gets it. Do you have a Do you have a spot where you sit in your living room, or like where you watch TV? Like yeah. that's your spot. Yeah. Where, that's where you set up yep. shop. And what I, first thing I'm gonna ask Bobby is. Where's Trav sit? And he tells me where he sit. That's why I asked. Where I'm setting up shop. That's why I asked. Because yep. I, I think, do you guys, Emily, Taylor, do you, do you guys have like when you watched, although you probably, Emily, probably watch a lot of TV in your bedroom, right? Yeah, but I also have a spot in my living room where I watch. Okay. And that's kind of understood that that's your spot? Yeah. 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 Every, everybody's got that spot. I, I like the idea of you posted up, your shoes are off, up on my coffee table. Bobby doesn't have shoes on. <laughs> well, he doesn't. We know that. They're, some, they're somewhere other than on his feet. Right, that that we know that. Did I tell you he forgot his belt at work? Yeah, yeah, you yeah, told me. I mean, just for somebody else. What am I doing? If, but if it was somebody else, what am I doing with my life? I'd have been more surprised. I'd have been I more shocked when you said Bobby forgot his belt. Like I was waiting for more. Okay, all right. What do you want me to do with that? It's Bobby. Yeah, it's my guy. He had a shirt on. He had pants. He had shoes. <laughs> yeah, these bags masked up again at work. How was... comfortable was he when he was here? He, he's kicking back. No, he's, he's just like, yeah. He's, he's pretty comfortable well, in Well, I mean, situations. we're dead at the Rose Bowl. I'm like, <laughs> all right. Yeah, he's got it figured out. All right, so, so you were talking about the Lakers and what, that whole thing when they dealt Shaq and what it meant. So, well, you mentioned something about patience. Mm-hmm. And I, I think you're trying to, if I'm correct here, you're trying to give credit to those franchises. The Warriors is a really tough example because the Warriors have done something that you could say only four other franchises in the four or five other franchises in the history of the NBA have done what the Lakers have done in the past. And I'm talking about over a 10 year window, the Lakers, the Celtics, the Chicago bulls. If you want to put the Spurs there, you can, but the Spurs was a longer sample size. Mm -hmm. So the Warriors, what they've done is as good as any 10 year span in the history of the NBA. Yep. So I don't want to just use the Warriors as the only example there. But you mentioned some other squads. The Boston Celtics, they've been very patient. They've been drafting their guys, developing them. And you know what? They could potentially walk away, get a championship over the next couple of years. You and I wouldn't be surprised. The Milwaukee Bucks kind of been patient the way they're growing it, doing what they're doing. Giannis has obviously been there. Maybe they get some breaks along the way. They won a championship. They cash it in. Toronto was an anomaly, and I think that had more to do with the injuries of the Warriors. But that happens as well. You can only put yourself in a good position. If the conversation is the way the Lakers have built over the last 10 years is not the right way of building a, a, an NBA championship, I can't disagree with you because I know they won a championship in 2020, but you take that 10-year sample size and see every, look at every single year of what they've done. That's not the way to build your franchise. Not for the, not for the long haul. You might catch lightning in a bottle once. You might catch lightning in a bottle. But this is the one thing I disagree with. The Lakers, I really genuinely feel, operate differently. And they're one of the few franchises that can operate the way they operated over the last 10 years that I don't think other franchises can. 
the Nets did what they just did, tried going all in, all that stuff, and now it's a fire sale. It's a garage sale. They're like, okay, we got to get rid of all this stuff. I'm not saying that it's the proper way to do it, but even if the Lakers only end up with that one championship, and even if we're sitting here a year from now and LeBron James and Anthony Davis, we're both looking at each other saying, bro, that window is done. That window might already be closed. The way they can build again because they're the Los Angeles Lakers is different than some of those other teams out there. So I, I, I kind of hesitate when it comes to the Lakers. They did cash out that one chip. However you want to describe it, it's still championship number 17. They, but they changed course in the middle of it. That, that's the troubling part. Like, if that's how they operate, great. Great, right? What we do is we go big game hunting, okay? We're up. LeBron's coming up. Okay, let's clear the decks. Let's make sure that we have what we need to make sure that there's room for LeBron to come if he decides to come. Great. I have no problem with it. You want to you absolutely go for Anthony Davis? Fine. I, I, no problem. I like the deal at the time, and even though the last couple of years have been disappointing, got a championship, worth it, right? But it was the, the lead-up to it was draft, and now we're kind of in this no-man's land of where you went after it again, and now you're just kind of stuck in this weird spot where you got this really top-heavy roster, these very big names, very expensive players, and then just kind of some guys after that, cross your fingers, hope that they work out, as opposed to if you kind of try to have both of the best worlds at the same time. LeBron James was coming. Right, the Lakers didn't trade for LeBron James. The Lakers didn't have to do. They were available when he decided he wanted to come here. Mm-hmm. Okay, and you could have put him with those guys. They they had it briefly, and they you know one season it was mixed results. It wasn't terribly successful, but it was the first year. Had you, because think about it like this, Al. Can I, can I just interrupt? Yeah. I think what you're what you're saying on the on the LeBron piece, what they gave up for AD. Do you feel like AD was coming either way? Probably. I think that it was likely. Is that the point that if you had that patience of if you waited a second to marinate, you could have had still a lot of those assets that you – that's draft picks, whatever the case is, plus LeBron James and Anthony Davis, plus Mm -hmm. at least some of the following. Brandon Ingram, Julius Randle, Josh Hart, Kyle Kuzma. uh, These guys that you could at least – because these guys are all proven NBA players. Are they megastars? No. Are they pretty good? Some of them, yeah. Alex Caruso, right? These guys that you were able to get either through draft or through the G League or whatever it is, that's a pretty darn good team. Mm-hmm. As opposed to, okay, let's just, we got to get it done next year. We got to get it done. And I understand that LeBron kind of makes it LeBron a little does, different 100%. because of the, the compressed time. You're right about that. Yep. I, I, I get mm-hmm. it, but you could have had a, you'd still have LeBron, mm-hmm. you'd still have Anthony Davis, and you would have a much fuller cover. You'd still have draft picks because mm-hmm. you didn't have to send everything out to get AD. Now, they got AD and it worked, it's fine, but it feels like you're just kind of swapping strategies every couple of years. That Pick one lane or the other. Patient but didn't they, but, or go for it. But didn't they, there was a different regime that was drafting Ingram and D'Angelo and Lonzo and all those guys. Not Lonzo. Um I, I hear you. Ingram, Julius Randle, all those guys. That was that regime's game plan. And you knew the moment Magic and Palenka came in, it was going to be big game hunting. Right? Like it was. And I, I, we, you know what we never gave an opportunity for? Let's just say hypothetically. Hypothetically. Jim Buss and Mitch Kupchak were still running the Lakers. And they're just continuing to develop those players. Do you know what, what that front office couldn't do? You know what they were unable to do? Was land a big star. So they did what they could 
to the best of their ability. What well, this regime that's has one done. one of the great unknowables, right? Because no, but did they couldn't. land Remember, LeBron James or did LeBron James decide to come here? Well, let's just put it this way. Coincidence or not, okay? Since they took over and since Magic and Palenka at that time, to this point it's just Palenka, there's been LeBron James, Anthony Davis, and Russell Westbrook that have been a part of the Lakers. So does that kind of speak for itself? And prior to that, what was it? It was you can't get Carmelo. You need a second meeting with LaMarcus Aldridge. Other players aren't going. I think it kind of speaks for itself. Kind of all over the map. Pick pick, pick a lane. If you have two – But you I think know, we they, know their lane. Well, I don't think do they're we? all over the place. I think they're swinging for home runs every well, year. Well, they are now, but you go back a few years before that, they weren't. And, different who, and who knows what's coming next? And there might be – but there's the same regime on a certain level too. That's the that that I'm not talking. You can have a different GM. They've proven that they can have a million different coaches. But if you're saying you know, the consistent this, is genie, I'm just saying the genie is the consistent piece in this. And we go from we're going to do it this way to no, let's go big game hunting. I don't know what's coming next. You don't have any draft picks. You don't really have a ton of options at this point. But there is a consistent piece through all of this, and it's been kind of scattershot on how they go about it. Fact or cap? I will win in the softball game. Probably not. Cap. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. Hey guys, as part of Team Cappy, I'm feeling less and less confident as our team uh, as time goes by. We have Brady in here saying he basically it was just playing yesterday. There, there's been a lot of ringers added to the team Maze team. Yeah, what's Comfortable with you know, a couple days goes by, all of a sudden they're getting free agent acquisitions. The yeah. trade deadline is coming up, and well, nobody got traded. They just added players to the roster. Lindsay's in health and safety uh, yes. protocols, so she's out. So yep. we added, um, is, it, Matt. is it Matt? Thank yep. you. Um, Matt's He's coming just in. six five and looks like he can hit Yeah, no, he looks like he could be uh, an effective player. I've yep. been, you guys need to listen to me. Ramona just had a baby. Okay, there's a reason she can't swing a bat. because she just had a baby. That's a pretty um, dramatic and uh, event on the human body. I don't know if she's going to be at her best. Okay. <laughs> Do you guys know how babies <laughs> like it's, it's, are born? It's it's a, it, it is not something that you yeah. do, and then five minutes later you're like, yep. "Hey, where are we going for lunch?" Yeah, it takes it takes a minute to feel I good. Yeah. Stork just dropped it off. Brady, yeah. Yeah. Brady just played, you know, high school baseball he's, and everything. Look, yeah. he's on my team. We're 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 in better shape than we were a couple of days ago, but I still think you guys are the favorites coming in. All right, so yesterday I watched the season premiere of The Bachelor. I know everybody loves to hear me talk about it. It's great. Bachelorette. There are two Two Bachelorettes this year. So good. So, uh, but I want you guys to put yourself in a different reality, your your own self. You guys are unemployed. You had nothing else to do. You would go on a reality show if given the chance. Travis, Patrick Cap. Cap. I mean, I I don't believe him. To do what? It could be any kind of reality show. It could be one of those fighting reality shows, not a okay, romance if, one, because you have your wife. Show, if the reality show was like I could go on Chopped on the Food Network yeah. and mm-hmm. cook, absolutely. What if it was Jersey Shore? I'd be, <laughs> I would be Reunion. all over. I have no interest in doing the fake re- thing where okay. we all live these heightened yep. versions of ourselves. It is so uninteresting. Let me throw another me. one. Real world. No. No. No way. Because it's not real. Spring it's break. Silly. No. Chabo. Give Survivor. me Chopped. Give me... Um, uh, Iron Chef. Yeah, I'll, I'll do that. That sounds like fun. Okay, but I have no interest in. What if it was? Al, I can't. I can't express how little I care about that stuff. Okay, what if it was? Let me. Let me. Let me paint this picture for you. And I'm being serious. Joe Rogan. What was Rogan's first fear factor? Fear factor. Fear factor. I've heard him say how much he. He's talked about it on his podcast. Like he didn't care for doing it. 
but the man was getting paid. Oh, no, no, no. That's Paycheck. not what she asked. That's not what she, I, I'm assuming, Emily, you're asking me as a contestant, yes, not as a, a host? as a participant, yes, oh, a contestant. Oh, yeah, no, I'd host a – look, if you've That's got a reality show that you want to host – That's what I was I'm leaning towards. Dude. If you get to host something oh, like that, it doesn't even matter. You nothing, like it, you I, don't I wouldn't like say it. nothing, but there are very few things I wouldn't agree to host, but to participate in, no. Al? Um, definitely not for me either. I'm trying to think if there's a good, like, sports one that we can be a part of. I feel like you would do HGTV, like flip or flop or something like that. I feel like you would participate if you want to get a house. Bros versus Joes? Yeah, but that, that would be, that would actually be fun. Like that, those type of stuff are. Still a reality show. Sort of. Are those, those are still a reality show. I think of more as like DIY shows. But but yeah, she's right. She's not wrong. The love it or listed or where they shop three houses. It's it's showing a form of reality. Yeah, but the only reason I think of reality TV shows like, okay, Survivor, you're going home, big brother. you're going home, right? and they're following you at home, and you're having a fight with your wife, and they're following that. That's kind of what I think of reality TV. They'd see me getting watching a lot of Dodger games, cooking a little bit, going to bed early. Not inviting us over. <laughs> well, no, not that either. Taylor, yeah, what about you? I think no will go for me. I want to be on Extreme Home Makeover so I can get a free house. <laughs> That's a good idea. Yeah. But then they also will hyperfixate on one part of your personality and make that your entire bedroom for the next 10 years. So if you like flannels, your whole room's going to be flannel. Give me flannel. I'll take it. He's got three. <laughs> I feel like he wouldn't mind that. He's I got feel yeah. like three, goats with up for that. three goats with him inside of this. Uh... He's got a goat pen in the backyard. <laughs> yes. He's a part-time rancher. That's what eventually sold him on this thing. <laughs> All right, guys, it is National Nude Day. So you yep. would go to a nude beach. Alan, fetch cap. Next question. Um, I would not. <laughs> I would not. I mean, you were, we were we were talking about this. You're going to go potentially do a cannonball. It's likely. On, at Keyshawn's birthday on Saturday. Yep. And one of the things you asked for is, hey, cut those shirt on. <laughs> right? That yeah. made, if that obviously says anything about the, you know, there's sometimes where I go take a shower and I'm like, all right, um, you know, I'm going to leave my shorts on. <laughs> I'm not going to a nude beach. No. <laughs> all right, Taylor? Oh, uh, I've been nude at a beach, but I've never been to a nude beach. Um, like you got wearing swimming and you're. Oh, that's good. You, went, you were nude in a public beach. Yeah. He's like, yeah, no, I'll just do it here. Forget the nude beach. Well, no, it had, like you're. It's in not the, like there are a lot of people in the surf and your shorts pe- get yanked off. That does happen. Something like that. Yeah. It doesn't sound <laughs> something like that. <laughs> doesn't sound like that. <laughs> that was the story. What happened, Taylor? Like, let's when the time that you were, what were the circumstances surrounding that? There are not a lot of people around, you know, go skinny dipping, do that kind of oh, thing. Okay. I was at the Santa Monica Pier. No, not like that at all. So an actual nude beach with a bunch of other people, count me out. Chad, what about you? No, I've I've done a lot of damage to this rig over the years. I uh I don't I don't need to subject this to anybody else. They they don't need to see this, nor do they want to. Um hard pass. This one this, this next one's gonna go to Brady because he offered it up. So pickup basketball is better than golf. Brady, factor cat. Uh absolutely fact. I've been playing a lot of ball recently and a lot of golf recently, and I will say that basketball conquers all. Trev? <laughs> Depends on what you want to do, right? So basketball is a lot more a real break of sweat. rewarding. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's like if you go out and play pickup basketball with some guys, it, it really is fun. It's super fun, but it's only fun 
if you can participate in it in a meaningful way. I, one trip up and down the court, I''t done. No, I can't you're playing do half it anymore. Court. You're playing half even, court. even then, so if I got to like all joking aside, yeah. if I have to try to defend you, I got to get mm-hmm. on the boards get yeah, seems told, like a lot that's of work. a lot of work. You'd rather Plus, get on a golf cart. you don't go get a couple drinks. I'm, last I looked, I haven't played pickup ball in a while, yep. but you don't have um, a cooler of beer on your back as you're doing it, which you do when you play a little golf. So yeah, for, for me, it's golf, but I totally get the basketball thing. So I, I'm, not a, I'm not a good person asking this one because pickup basketball is, was I haven't really do it anymore. Life. Literally, you know the right person asking the this most. Is. What is that? It's Chris. He does both. Chris, Ire- Chris, Ireland would be a good one too. Ireland would be a good one too. Yeah. Ireland would be a good one too. Chris said he hadn't been to both. a gym since he hadn't. Yeah, been but he's to played a play basketball. Played a pickup basketball game in twenty years. Yeah. Other than going to shooting some baskets to the parks with my kids, nothing better. Three on three is the right number. You don't have to run up and down the court. Can't you can wor- be a little bit lazy. You can stay out on the perimeter. Three on three is a perfect As one. you're getting ready to take that three-point shot, can yep. you have a worthy splash in your left hand? The answer is no, therefore golf. You ever played basketball with a couple? You know, maybe had a little bourbon, maybe had a couple of beers or anything like that? Not a good idea. We just slosh around. Not a good right. idea. We did that. We had a, we were in a league, and we thought, you know what? Our game's not till 9. <laughs> why don't we just have pre-game? a couple? Yeah, why don't we have a couple? That's not a good I like idea. It. All right, guys, so uh, I'm sure we're all familiar with how kind of coffee shops or small businesses now are kind of running things. They have little tablets where you'll put your phone in, and then you can select all these things. You can sign on the tablet. So you feel a little guilt-tripped by tablets with the amount of of tip you're supposed to be giving. Taylor, Dr. Cap. Yeah, what is this? Every every place now is asking asking for a tip. You know the only place not asking for a tip is when you're at Target or something. Mm -hmm. That's the next one. We're like, hey, you know what? I know we didn't do anything, but... Want to give us a 20% tip? Travis? Yeah, fact. I mean, it, it is one of those things that when they swing that thing around to you, right, and it yep. says 15%, 18%, And they stare 20%, at you in the eyes. It, it is a – like, for instance, mm-hmm. you go into your local taco shop, yep. right? And before, you'd pay for it, and they'd give you the food, and you'd maybe tip. drop a couple of bucks in the thing. Maybe you don't. It, it, they're, they're, it's up to you. But the pressure that it puts on you when they swing that thing around – I, I, I don't know if I've ever said no. I don't I think I have signed up for the the eighteen or twenty percent every single time. It, okay, let, yes, that's actually it, it's a for in restaurant workers, it's a fantastic idea. So what's the right percentage? Let me give you an example. Depends. Let me let me give you an example. I go get a cup of coffee and maybe I get a pastry as well. Eight bucks is the total. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not staying there. I'm leaving. I'm mm-hmm. getting my cup of coffee, I'm getting my pastry. They swing that bad boy around. If I leave a 10% tip, am I a bad guy? No, absolutely not. The The option in what you just described is the lowest possible option. Because all they did was pull the coffee, hand you the bagel, and you're out the door. Are they saying on the other side of it, no. because what other people are doing, so. he's only leaving 10%? I don't think so. I think anything you get is Had Trav leave me 15%. I got yeah. this cheap-ass Sliwa giving me 10%. Now, if they, like, if, for instance, same place, it's a deli. They got to make a sandwich. They yeah. got to get it all together. They got to do that. Then maybe you got to go a little higher. But if you the coffee and pastry, no, no, man, that's a that's a 10% or all the way. Especially if it's just like a drip coffee. Yeah. It's, just, it's just a lever. What if I good. ask for a cup and I don't pay? <laughs> you gotta, you gotta drop a little bit in there. Um, put by Starbucks the way, by the business, <laughs> one cup at a time. <laughs> I, I thought of this today because I went yeah. to Starbucks today this time to actually get a cup of coffee. They charge you five cents extra. Who says hello when I walked in? Kelly. 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 Yeah. Hey Al. Yeah. Hey Kelly. Hey Al. You owe me for yesterday. <laughs> That's what um, I thought. Okay, so uh, I told you guys um, on I think it was Monday I went to the banquet for all the kiddos. So we had a large team photo. This is like a 
300 kid club. So it's a large photo. And at one point, after the regular photo, they said, all right, now, silly picture. And I was frozen. I had no idea what to do. So you don't know what to do when they say, time for a silly picture. Uh, Alan, Patrick Cap. Yeah, I might need a second, but eventually I'll come up with something, you know? Maybe I'll give one of these. Maybe I'll throw one of these. Maybe I'll uh, do a little robot action. Whatever it takes. You know what I mean? Finger guns. Perfect. Finger guns, good. But once it's done, I always look at the picture. I was like, yeah, I was stupid. Like, why did you do that, Al? Couldn't have come up with something better. That's why it's called a silly picture. It's not not something you're going to put on your wedding announcement. I do this. (laughs) So silly. He's standing up straight up with his arms in front of him. Travis, what about you? No, just make a stupid face. Cross your eyes, pull your ears out. I mean, what difference does it? The whole idea is it's a silly picture. Just, you know, kind of go, eh. just got to stick your tongue out, whatever it might be. Yeah, it's, it's, I, I don't think it's a whole ask. I think it's probably pretty easy to figure out. All right, Taylor. So what did you do, Emily? What'd you? So I just like did jazz hands. I, and yeah. I like did something weird with my face. But yeah. when I was a kid, I used to do piggybacks. Like I was like, oh, hey, someone get on my, on my back. It was like, cause I had, I was kind of one of the stronger girls in the team. So like, oh, everyone get on my back. And then we do like a big old piggyback. That's what we're going to do. I'm going to get your, <laughs> you are, I'm the, you're the piggy. I'm the back. I'm going to jump on your nope. back. And I'm going to break Silly both your picks. femurs. Yeah. Literally. <laughs> Tearing Achilles. Dr. Clapper's going to be doing a vertebrae surgery on you on, on site. What are you guys doing? Well, we're doing a picture. They said, have a silly photo. Silly. Al's in traction. Al, Al, Al needs four discs repaired in his back. Very, very <laughs> silly. Um, Dodgers get a huge win last night. Dave Roberts called it the win of the season. But it's not that they won, but what it represents, Al. That's next. It's Travis Slee, 710 ESPN. I'm excited. I'm excited for it. it. We've been looking forward to it for a few weeks, yep. but it is been tomorrow. training like crazy for eh, it. Look, it's like a Ferrari. You just roll it out of the garage and yep. throw the switch, and it, it takes yeah. off, and I'm you're more good like to go. a 1994 Corolla. <laughs> reliable. Very reliable. Yeah, reliable. Very reliable. You're not going to get where you're going quickly yeah. or in style, but mm-hmm. you're going to get there. Just uh, you're going to get make there. Sure I go see a mechanic I, and see that everything's. You get the oil change on, before on you go to that first at bat. Yeah. All right, so. Your team is the, I think, the betting favorite, right? I don't think so. Come on. Think what happened yesterday. Last two days, you guys went out and picked up Gary Sheffield in his prime. <laughs> I don't know if that's true. Okay. And Gary Pujols. Sheffield was your go-to guy. Yeah, that's, that's, that's I kind of always stick to one. Yeah. I just kind of find him. Okay. I'm bringing him more and more. All right. So you guys went out and picked up a couple ringers. Kent Herbeck wasn't going to roll off the no. tip of your tongue? No. Chris Gomez? <laughs> Gomi, Long Beach State, great player. Played against him all through high school, college. I was not expecting yeah. a full stat line in his Wikipedia. <laughs> you brought it up. I just I know some You stuff. guys picked up some re- it, It's. We I did. wouldn't be surprised if, if, if the odds – what was John doing? John did his – he parlay, was, yeah, his parlay. Not, I don't. Even he know did the parlay. parlay for the Mandy's. Okay, but he was just doing his bet. They're they're betting their right, right, mythical right. money or whatever the case is. Right, and he wanted to take it back. That's how quick things changed. No, we got better. We we got better. We added two very young. And that people. was before Brady got added. Yeah, Brady. And, and Brady was telling me how he's going to mash a bunch of home runs. He yeah. was talking s to me. High school baseball player. And you use the word mash. He, that means you're a baseball player. Look, he, he put it to you this way. You know what's going to happen? The, the game is on Friday night. We invite you to come out. West Covina Sportsplex. Game's yeah. going to start at 7 o'clock. So yep. please come on out. Have a great time. It's free. You don't have to do anything other than show up and enjoy yourself. For most of us, you and me, me for sure, probably you, we're going to wake up on Saturday morning and not be able to walk. 
right? You're going to have swung. When's the last time you swung a bat? Never, right? When's the last time you ran really, really fast? Never. When's the last time you bent over to pick up a lot of ground balls? Never. You're going to be sore. Brady's going to be fine. Yeah, Brady's well, going to roll out the next morning and feel like he didn't do anything at all. I'll be fine. I'll tell you I'll be fine because I'll be jogging her first. If that ball isn't hit direct, I'm going to put my glove out at second. <laughs> if the ball doesn't come You'll still be better directly, than Gavin Lux. Directly. <laughs> Lux had a nice play yesterday. Yeah, he's fine. He's a good hitter. If it he's doesn't come hitter. directly into my glove, and if I don't have enough time to run it over to first where Kirk is, I, I have nothing to be sore about. Slee, if you, if you try to run it over. I'm out running. I, I, I'm out running, Brady. I'm not, I'm not suggesting that you can't. You probably could. Don't, please. It, it, it will, it'll be the end of our show oh, if you decide to I run it over. Now I have to do that. You have now to that throw has it. to happen. By the you way. You have to throw it. You know when I would do this? Hit it to me. You want me to hit it to you? You and I will Dude, run. What, what, you are Who's insane. getting to first? And you, if you end up actually sliding, or you know, yesterday somebody was asking head first. If or, I end up sliding, good, good one. You might just fall. <laughs> That's possible. And that gets you into first. That's, I, I, there, there's a, a flaw in your plan from the jump, okay. which assumes that, A, I could hit the ball, which is a huge assumption. Slow playing this. And then, B, that I have – Like, I'm this. not like Arthur this. Ashe and can hit shots. Yep. All, I'm not Ichiro, right, where I can cut it into the left field corner. I'm a radio host, okay? The idea of me being able to, hey, watch this. I'm going to hit it right at sleep. Give me a break. I can see you. By the way, I love the slow play that you're doing here. For those who don't know – But, see, I don't do that. Travis used to just – Mash. See, this, that's no. Back in his high school and his days at San. That's Barbara. a lie. That is a that's straight up lie. And number two, I could see you just kind of picking and choosing, like you're taking a, a look at the field, very Ted Williams esque. Yeah. Where am I going here? Yeah. No. First of all, the first part of that is a lie. I don't slow play things. It's not a lie. Here's what I do. No, I didn't hit in high school. Didn't hit in college. That's it is 100 fact. Actually, it is a lie. Um, <laughs> I don't slow play things that I'm good at. Like if we're gonna do golf. I got a really good chance of beating you. Yep. If we're gonna like good, I not play basketball, but if we're gonna do like a three point shooting contest, mm-hmm. free throws, I got a pretty good chance of beating no, you're you. Getting demolished. I, I I got a chance. Yeah. I don't I don't think that's true. I my my point is I don't really slow play stuff. I, if, I, I, know if what you're I think I have a chance. I'm gonna tell you. I think I you could never beat me in cornhole in a thousand. I, I know I'm really good at that game. He's slow playing it. If we're doing like bar shuffleboard, mm-hmm. I'm pretty good at you that. Know you game. remind Beer me of chugging. Beer chugging, right, Emily? When that came up, I'm like. Yeah, go ahead. Throw you throw whatever you strength. want in there. I know I know my lanes. Very Manny Ramirez like. That's what I think of when I think Manny of Manny was pretty good. Yeah. Manny was pretty. Who's going to win the MVP? I'm assuming there's an MVP trophy. You know, I know my is that pick. known? I've I, I've been saying this from the moment that I found out he was playing. You said Kirk Morrison's going to win it. Kirk in a runaway. All right, let me, let me throw some others out there. Beto sounds like he's going to take this thing seriously, too seriously. Clinton sounds like he's going to take this thing seriously, too seriously. So does that eliminate um, those guys? No, it doesn't eliminate them. I think they're going to be in the running for it, too. Okay. They're going to be trying. I think you got to watch out for Brady. Okay. 20, 21 years old, whatever the hell he is. Matt, I don't know too much about, but he looks like, I mean, when he stands up, he's four feet over the cubicle, so that alone tells Tall. you that he's – And he looks like he can, you know, he can play. Looks coordinated. So those, are, those would be my early vote-getters. Kirk Morrison. Ramona played- might throw a no-hitter. <laughs> she had a baby – 
five minutes ago. She might throw a no-hitter against me. <laughs> well, that, she, look, I'm <laughs> glad I don't have to hit off her. Don't get me wrong. It's slow-pitch softball. She's not mixing Can I stuff. ask her, like, hey, stop spinning it? I like that you guys think that she's going to go out there and do, like, a Jessica Mendoza or who is that, uh, the girl that was in, in uh, I love everything. how you take it so seriously. Well, you guys are playing. You, you're talking about a sport that doesn't who exist. Who is the girl at U of A? That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. What was her name? Jenny Finch. Okay. Je- Jenny Finch was the one that was, uh, she's in the celebrity softball game every yeah. year. Yeah. And she could go out there and strike out Wiz oh. Khalifa at will. But oh, she yeah, goes out there and she just kind of flips it up there. That's what Ramona's Ramon just going to kind of flip it up there. Cap's just going to kind of flip Ramon. it up there. That's the way that it's going to work. That's the way. Kirk played nine years in the NFL at linebacker, which means very fast. Well, you also very said strong. that he's just you know, he's pure a baseball athlete. player. Yeah, pure athlete. He knows how to put the bat on the ball. So I have, uh, I have big aspirations. The person leaving on a stretcher most likely is. It won't be you, hundred percent. No, and unless strictly... unless it's a freak accident. Yeah, but like I could get a line drive off of my teeth and that not get my teeth knocked out. No, that won't happen because nobody's going to hit it that hard. I don't think anybody's going to hit it that hard. Softball it... field's pretty small, Slee. Yeah, that's not good. Back up, back up <laughs> in right field. <laughs> hey, you're covered, Trav, you're going to be able to get to. Don't worry about first. me. When Kirk's up, I will not be. Yeah, I will not be playing in with you. I might. I might cheat the. Come in, come in a little bit because I'm Kirk. I'm. I'm a threat back. to bunt. I'm staying a threat back. to bunt. I've already when told you Demarco Farr comes up to bat. Another NFL player. Big, strong guy. All right, who's most likely to get injured? Hmm. Is it the obvious choice? Is it Mace? No, because I think... Because Mace is going to try. Mace is is going to... Yeah. I mean, I remember him in the basketball thing that we did a a few years ago. And look... But he got tripped in the basketball thing. By the floor, by his own feet. Somebody took a (laughs) dirty shot and just... I saw somebody, I forget who it was, tripped and pushed them down. It's Mace. I think it's the obvious answer, but I think it's probably the right answer. Won't be Dr. Clapper. He's in good shape. I think Cap, maybe. Cap trying too yeah. hard? I saw the Mandy's. He turned up pretty hard. So, <laughs> Oh, that's another question. Are we doing that? I think we need to be in equal headspaces for this. Like, if you're going to be in a certain spot, I need to be in a certain spot, I, and vice I'm, versa. Can we coordinate that together? Yeah, we'll, like we'll if be you there decide, Yeah, but if you decide. You're you know going to show up on zero, though, right? Yeah, I'm showing up on. Okay, just by the way, it's not an unreasonable question. I'm pre-partying at four thirty. Well, I already so I'm I have arranged a ride, right? So I'm going with a buddy, and he's going to take me. And we said we're we, I need to be there about five thirty, give or take, and we're going to leave in plenty of time, so I'm not late. Cause I hate being late. I also said, hey, if uh, we get there a little early, we could go find a place to go have beer or two before the game. So yeah. I may show up on something that's non-zero. Just if I'm sitting at second base. And I'm just sipping on a bourbon. Anything wrong with that? Put it on the bag. No, I I can put it down. (laughs) Like, right during play, I can put it down. But at some points, you know, in between batters, stuff like that, the music comes on for somebody else, maybe I take a sip or two. So a million years ago, like in the teens and 20s in Major League Baseball, when the inning would end, they would leave their glove on the field. They'd like the shortstop would just take his glove off and throw it in shallow left field, and it would just that's when he went back out, he'd pick it back up and he'd play. Yep, you should do that with a bottle of bourbon, Done. a little bottle of Jim Beam, Done. keep it right behind uh, behind second base. Done. That's how we'll do it. ESPN Radio presented by Progressive Insurance and Progressive, they're making things even easier. They'll help you bundle your home and car insurance together so you can save on both. Bundle today at progressive.com. Don't forget West Covina Sportsplex tomorrow night. 7 o'clock is the game. Come on out at any point you want tomorrow. we got the Home Run Derby going before that, little wiffle ball challenge. We're going to be doing live shows all day starting with us tomorrow at 10 a.m. Best win of the season, according to Dave Roberts. I agree, but for different reasons. That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.